This is Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta, Georgia, a congregation full of life and love with a legacy of outreach ministries. Everybody's invited to church in person Sunday at 10 a.m. and online at mountpleasantatl.org. And now, the Mount Pleasant Baptist Church, Atlanta. I would that you would pray with me today that as we give honor to our pastor emeritus, the man of Mount Pleasant, and the person of O.L. Blackshear. Amen. I, I have to give him honor. Amen. I have to give him honor. I want you to pray with me today. Open your Bibles, if you will, to the First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter. First Corinthians, the thirteenth chapter. I want you to look with me there. Amen. And I want to read two verses, but I'm going to talk the whole thirteen chapters. That's all right with you all. 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, verse 1 and 2 says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, and have not charity, I am become as a sounding brass or a tinkling cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, and have not charity, I am nothing. Those two verses I've read in your hearing. You may be seated. We ask God to add other blessings to the reading, the hearers, but again, especially to the doers of his word. I would today you pray with me and repeat these words after me. How to win it all. That's what I want to talk about today, amen. How to win it all. I want you to think on the creation that when God created the earth, the world, all of the trees and birds and fish in the sea, animals that roamed the forest, he gave Adam dominion over all creatures. That means that Adam was created a winner. He had full control of God's creation because God gave him dominion over it. And so here it is in this 13th chapter of 1 Corinthians, we find the Apostle Paul writing these words, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels. Notice how he coupled the speaking between or with a man, but also with an angel which means that we can talk 
natural or we can speak heavenly. We can talk good, but also we can speak evil. Because the Bible teaches us that the tongue is an unruly member that cannot be tamed. It gives us to know that we can tame fish in the sea, birds of the air, wild animals in the forest. But there's one little waggly thing that's in between our teeth that is untamable by man. It can be tamed, but not by man. So he introduces us in these two verses that a man can speak good, but in the next breath, he could be cussing you out. And that's because he's not connected to Jesus. Y'all going to help me in a minute. I understand y'all wondering, can I preach? I understand that it's 4th of July and you smoking me over. I understand that. Go ahead. You want to smoke me over? Make sure you do it with some cherry wood. And if, and if you're wondering, can I preach or not? I'm wondering if I do, would you know it? Maybe I ought to set this president. I ain't scared. <laughs> but he says, though I speak with the tongue of men and of angels and have not charity. In other words, charity simply suggests love. Now there are four types, four kinds of love. And I guarantee you, you are one of them. And the problem come in when you try to be more than one. And if you are more than one, you messed up. One of the loves is Storge. You spell that S-T-O-R-G-E, Storge. It's a Greek word. And it really deals with family. Husband, wife, children, family, store J. That's what that one means. So a man loves his family, he loves his wife, he loves his children, and they reside in that one house, and that's family. There's another one that is called filio, P-H-I-L-E-O. Filio is a brotherly love which deals cultural. In other words, because all of us, amen, that's in a, a race because of your color. And so that suggests that you're brothers by culture. 
There was a third one that is Eros. You spell that E-R-O-S. Eros is a lustful type of love. Y'all didn't say much on that one. It's an intimate kind of love, okay? And then the fourth one is agape. Agape, A-G-A-P-E, agape. Agape is the only divine, godly love that an individual can have. And therefore, if he have that kind of love, his tongue is not all over the place. Can I get a witness in here? Eros, Philio, Storge, they are all based on condition. It's conditional. Agape is the only unconditional love. That means that God loves you in spite of you. And the only time people get mad with people is because they really love them, but they're mad at what they do or, or don't do. Said or didn't say. So what happened with that is that we find ourselves divided, separated. And when you're divided, you're weak. And when you're weak, you do weak things. Together you can stand, you can build a house, but the Bible says a house that divided against itself, it cannot stand. That means there have to be some repenting, some forgiving, some forgetting, and some mercy and grace. But more than that, love. So Paul writes this, and he says it in verse 1 through 3. What is he dealing with? He's dealing with the voice of love. When a man or a woman can talk love talk, hello, somebody. And I guarantee you, y'all looking like I shouldn't have said that, but I guarantee you, you have loved somebody in your life. And you talk to them a certain way. Hello, somebody. You pull out your biggest words to impress, hoping that they will fall in love with you or like you for who and what you've been saying. So Paul writes, in verse 1, 2, and 3, and gives us an idea and a take on the voice of love. Love know how to say that I love you, I appreciate you, thank you, you're wonderful, you're pretty, you're beautiful, you're marvelous. Amen. And when you talk love talk, it softens hard hearts. Can I get a witness in here? As a matter of fact, it even make you feel better because you are focused on who and what you are talking about. You don't necessarily want to speak to their head. You don't necessarily want to speak to their hand. You want to speak to their heart. And when you can get a word in a person's heart, it will have a tendency to stay there, resonate, flourish, amen, and grow even in the positive. So Paul says this, amen, that when you have a voice of love, it's challenging. It could be challenging to you. 
Because sometimes you, I don't know, maybe, maybe, I, maybe I'm the only one been there. You ever love somebody and they didn't know it? Yeah, you, you wrote them little notes, you know, say, if you love me, put a check in on that. <laughs> Amen. So if you've loved somebody, you know what it is, how it makes you feel, even in your talking, in your speaking, in your communicating to them, you're trying to get somewhere. It's challenging because sometimes you don't want to be rejected. Hello, somebody. Rejection is a hurting thing, especially when you poured out your heart. And so you, it's a challenge, it's a risk to take when you tell somebody that you love them. And Paul says you have to be careful because of the fact that men can talk like an angel when they are really the devil. Y'all going to talk to me? Well, well, let me ask you this question. Have you ever lied to somebody you love? That's devil talk. Amen. I just want you to know. So here it is. And Paul writes this. It's a challenge, he says. But not only that, he said love is a gift. It's a gift to be able to have love in your heart that you want to express. Love that you have is never for you. It is always for somebody else. Kind of get me a witness in here. So Paul writes this letter in verse 1 through 3 and tells us, the voice of love. Well, the Bible says, and James says it like this as well, amen, that love is, amen, uh, it's, it, 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 it's, it can bring you close to one another. It's designed to unite. It's designed to, 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 to make you become one because in marriage, Jesus says, Amen. That it's a mystery that a man and a woman can come together. They come as twain, but when they get with God, they become one. Love unites. It's just that powerful today. Proverbs says like this, that death and life is in the power of the tongue. You got to be careful because the devil can use you and I to say things that is detrimental to a person's mind. That's why we repent a lot, because when we get angry and upset, we, we lose control and say bad things. And I remember one time that I was upset with my wife. This was some years ago. She probably had forgotten this. And uh, we're asking, who told you to get in my Kool-Aid? Anyway, and I was calling her some names, and I was upset when I was calling her some names. She put her hand on her hip and said, and you married it. So I quit calling her name. I started saying, baby, hey, sugar, you know, those kind of Give her a good name, so I, can, I married that too, okay? <laughs> Verse 1 through 3 gives us the the the. the voice of love. But then in verse 4 it starts off with another area about it. He says his charity suffers long and is kind. Charity envies not. Charity vaunted not itself. Is not puffed up. Does not behave itself unseemly. 
Seeking not our own is not easily provoked. Thinketh no evil, rejoices, amen. Rejoices not in uh, iniquity, but rejoices in the truth. Bearest all things, believeth all things, hopeth all things, endureth all things. In other words, it says, charity never what? Fail. And this is the problem with the church because we do everything except love each other. You got to love each other. The Bible says that love covers a multitude of what? Sin. And since all of us are sin, we need to love each other back to good health. That we can speak the oracles of God and give one another hope in this thing called Christianity. So while Paul writes these words, he gives us instruction not only as he says in verse 1, 2, and 3 that it is the voice of love, but now he gives us the vision of love. The vision of love gives us an outlook, an outreach, amen, on the future. It gives us to know that what is right now does not have to remain the way it is. It has a tendency to get better. It grows. It matures. It becomes fruitful. It becomes, amen, uh, joy in your life and happiness and peace and comfort in your life that you believe that you can do anything but fail. And this is what Paul is saying here. And the reason why he's putting the emphasis on this thing called love because love is sandwiched. Amen. It is the meat of verse 12, chapter 12 and chapter 14. Look what the last verse in chapter 12 says these, uh, last two verses, it says, you can have all the gifts of healing. Do all speak in tongue. Do all interpret. He said, but covet honestly the best gifts and yet show I unto you a more excellent way. What is he alluding to? He said the church was divided because everybody was speaking. Everybody had a revelation. Everybody had an ins insight. Everybody had a word. Everybody was doing what they believed and felt was what everybody else needed. So Paul says this to Priscilla and Aquila. He said you're preaching the word, but you don't have love. I wish they had a witness in here. People can pray and don't have love. They can preach and don't have love. They can sing and don't have love. They can usher and don't have love. They can trustee and don't have love. They can have a, be a welcome committee and don't have love. And so what he's saying is because you can speak eloquent and don't have no love, you are a deficient communicator. You sound good, but there is no good coming out of you. And let me tell you something. Whatever, whatever you speak, there's a spirit that's attached to it. You wonder why you hear it a lot in folk. You don't know my heart. You're right. I wouldn't if you shut up. But as you speak, you telling me what's in your heart. Because a tree is known by the fruit that it bears. 
So Paul says it's a vision of love. And this kind of love, not only the challenging in verse 1, 2, and 3, you give the character of love. Can I get me a witness in here? Grandmama used to tell us if you can't say something nice, don't say a thing at all. Y'all were raised by my grandmama too, I see. So I'm saying to us today, as a body of baptized believers, we have to discard all of the division. We have to discard all of, amen, the devastation that uh, rolled a ride around us, shall I say, that we need to know that you got to show people that God is still on the throne. Y'all going to help me in a minute. You got to show people that there is hope even when there seems not to be any hope. Because we realize it is God who made us in his image and in his own likeness. So Paul says it here in verse, amen, uh, 13, he says to them, yes, rejoice not in iniquity. But rejoices in the truth. He said, if you put love up against hate, love beareth all things. Put love up against confusion. He says, uh, love believeth all things. Put love up against a lie. He said, love hopeth all things. He said, put love up against death. He said, love, I wish to had a witness, endureth all things. In other words, he wants you to know that if you hold on to God, unchanging hand, that your weeping may endure, but just for a night. But then joy will find itself early in the morning. I'll get some help in a minute. But I want you to know, amen, that God gives us a vision and give us hope for tomorrow. That's why he wants us to hold on to his unchanging hand. And as I hurry on to a close, I want you to see there's one more area that Paul writes about here in this 13th chapter. He says here in verse 8 of this 13th chapter, he said, love never, it never faileth. So Mount Pleasant, if we are to arise and go where God wants us to go, to be what God wants us to be, and do all that God wants us to do, you got to have love deep down in your heart. You got to be able to love the hell out of some folks. Because there is a lot of division in the house. But I come by tonight to tell you God is not the author of confusion. But God is the author of peace. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I come to tell you not only there is a voice of love. And not only is there a vision of love. There's also the victory of love. And I heard a man in a song the other day, somebody said, victory is mine. I wish I had a witness in that. Then I told Satan to get thee behind because victory is mine. 
You got to understand that Satan come to destroy. He come to steal, kill, and mess up your mind. Oh, but I'm here today to tell you, if you get Jesus on the inside, amen, he'll put running back in your feet. And he'll put joy back in your heart. And I come to tell you, yes, Jesus is on the main line. And if you call him up, you can tell him just what you want. I don't know what y'all come to do on this first Sunday in July. But I came to lift him up. And I heard him say that if I be lifted up, from the earth I'll draw me in. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I'm so glad to know that Jesus woke us all up this morning and he started us on our merry way. And I don't know how y'all feel about it, but I'm so glad to know that I love the Lord. He heard my cry. And he appeared my every groan. Long as I live and trouble will keep on rising, I'm going to haste unto his throne. Can I get me witness in here? And before I go any further, I need to ask y'all one question. Do you know Jesus? And if you know him, there ought to be some joy in the house. There ought to be some praises up in here. Because you know, like I know, that when praises go up, some blessing will come down. I don't know how y'all feel about it, but it's a good time to give God some praise. Because every time we start climbing up Jacob's ladder, you ought to get a little bit higher. And you ought to say, thank you, Jesus, for making me a soldier in your army. Can I get a witness in hell? And I heard when Paul said, he said, for we know in Paul, and we prophesy in part, but when our God pain love get on the inside, it'll drive out hate, it'll drive out confusion, it'll drive out malice, envy, jealousy, and strife. But when you got Jesus, he'll be like fire that shut up in your bones. Can I get me a witness? I tell you what, I'll preach if you pray. But I'll also preach if you don't pray. Because I found out that can't nobody do me like Jesus. He's on the main line. But I want to know one more thing. Do you know him? And have you tried him? Every round, though, just a little bit higher. Thank you, Jesus. 
for waking me up this morning and starting me on my way. The joy that I have, the world didn't give it to me, and they can't take it away. When nothing else could or would, it was love that lifted me. Ain't going all right. Let me close now. John 3 and verse 16 said, For God so loved the world, He gave His only begotten Son. Whosoever I wish I had a witness, I want to know one thing if there is anybody up in here is a whosoever if you are whosoever I dare you to tell God thank you for making me a whosoever because a whosoever have never been lied on but asking have a whosoever never been talked about but Benton had her, ain't he all right? Ain't God all right? Well, choir, I heard y'all sing, and musician, I heard y'all play. I heard you picking that guitar, but now it's preaching time. And I want y'all to know one of the reasons I preach is the same reason that a cow moo out. The reason why I preach uh, is the same reason uh, a dog bark. Uh, the reason why I preach uh, is the same reason uh, that a cat meow. Uh, what do you mean, preacher? Because preaching uh, is on the inside. That's why the why I preach God's word. Thank God all right. Do you know him? And have you tried it? He's a battle actor. In time of a battle, I feel pretty good. Up in Mount Pleasant on this first Sunday morning. Is anybody got joy? If you know you got joy and you ain't too mean, look and tell somebody the joy that I have. You didn't give it to me. And I'm not going to let you steal my joy because the joy that I have when I think about the goodness of Jesus and all that he done for me, my soul cries out, thank you, blessing me. Won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? I said, won't he do it? I wish I had a windy. If you don't mind, fist bump somebody and tell them the Lord is still in the blessing business. Tell somebody if it had not been for the Lord on my side, I wouldn't be here today. He'll put running in your feet. He'll put clapping in your hand. He'll put peace in your mind. He'll put love in your heart. Won't he do it? 
Anybody say yes? He's a doctor in a sick room. He's a lawyer in a courtroom. And he's all right. And he's all right. If he been good, say yes. If he made a way, say yes. If he healed your body, say yes. If he put love in your heart, say yes. Can't nobody, can't nobody do me like Jesus. He walks with me. He talks with me. And all right, love will pick you up, turn you around. Won't he do it? Won't he do it? He died on Calvary because he loved her. He buried in a barbie tomb. But early, early, one Sunday morning, he got up. This I know, for the Bible tell me so, and you're right, say yes! Oh yeah! Tell somebody, you can win it all with love. Cause love conquers all. You've been listening to the Mount on the Go podcast. If you've been enjoying the word, please consider donating to the Mount Pleasant ministry. We have various ways that you can give to the ministry to allow us to become better in our pursuit of delivering God's word to you. You can give via PayPal at mtpleasantatl.org. You can give via Zale, info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also give via Square and Givelify. For Givelify, just search for Mount Pleasant Baptist Church with our address, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia, and you'll be in the right place. In addition to all these options, you're always welcome and invited to grab an envelope and have cash or checks sent to the church, whose address is again, 17 Melvin Avenue, Southeast Atlanta, Georgia. For questions, comments, and concerns, feel free to email us at info at mtpleasantatl.org. That's info at mtpleasantatl.org. You can also visit our website, www.mountpleasantatl.org, to follow us on YouTube and Facebook for the video version of the podcast. Our services are live every Sunday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and you are more than welcome to visit the church in person every Sunday at the same time. Thank you so much for listening.